Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to today's program. It's like the good old days around here today, man. Mr. Producer and myself hanging out in the studio, having a blast per usual. Welcome aboard. Well, today we're going to talk about, guys, how to get paid faster. What are the billing best practices? What are the folks that are on the top 100 list in the Lawn and Landscape magazine that are just uh, leading our industry? How are they doing their billing? Because I can tell you what, their cash flow is on point. And when you're doing 20, 30 million in revenue a year and you got thousands of employees, you got to have your cash flow on point. And a lot of times when we run our businesses and we're just kind of at the truck in the chuck in the truck status, excuse me, we're just getting started. We can be a little bit sloppy sometimes with billing and maybe get away from it because we have some cash reserves and you know, we're not stressed for the money and we're just kind of casual about the money. However, as we start to build our businesses and build our teams and the payroll starts increasing, the responsibilities start increasing, we really need to make sure that we are being paid on time and that we have the available funds to pay all of our bills of the operational cost to run our business. And the largest of all of that eventually is payroll. And so this is very important that we actually, in the early stages of our business, build the proper structure because, and the reason we're actually doing this topic today is I've been doing some coaching calls with folks from the West Coast and the East Coast, literally, who are in this predicament that when they started their business, their billing was not effective. And now they're realizing, oh crap, I need to get this together. And they're in the middle. And some of these folks have a lot of customers and they're in the middle of getting all their current customers onto their new billing policy. And so my hope is that you are catching this episode and you don't have to go through that um, strenuous process, but you can actually build your business from the ground up with the proper billing Structure. So that's what we're going to talk about today, how we can get paid faster. Thanks to today's show sponsor. That's our friends at Jobber. Jobber is the software that I use to organize and manage my business literally seconds before we went on the air today. I got a nice little email from Jobber that an invoice was paid. And friends, that's a whole lot easier than going down to the mailbox, saying your prayer, turning your key just to find out you got junk mail or no mail. And certainly you didn't get that check you're waiting on, but not with Jobber. You can get paid faster and it's easy to manage your customer experiences seamlessly. So you can get more time back in your day and get paid faster. You can try Jobber for free at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Alrighty. So before we get too deep into billing, I want to acknowledge the elephant in the room. And that is that commercial work and residential work is billed differently. And the reason being is when you're doing residential work and you're working for one family, maybe it's, you know, you're dealing with the husband, maybe you're dealing with the wife. It's very easy for you to take control and on the onset, let the customer know, Hey, here's our billing policy. 
And you can really get paid on your terms by just having a clear billing policy, which we'll talk about today. I'll give you the, the blueprint for that. And then just clearly communicating that to the homeowner and they'll trust your system, just like you trust Chick-fil-A. I actually wrote about this in my first book, Cut That Grass and Make That Cash. Uh, but you go to McDonald's or Chick-fil-A or wherever, and they have a billing policy. You place your order, then you pay, and then you get your food service. It's as simple as that. Now, if you placed your order and then they didn't have a firm billing policy and you say, hey, you know what? I actually get paid next Friday. So why don't you uh, swing on by and I'll, I'll leave you I'll leave you the money under the mat. The, the, they'll laugh at you and the clerk, if you know, if you're at maybe Burger King or McDonald's, they might, <laughs> they'll, they'll laugh at you. Okay. It don't work like that. But we have been trained as consumers. It's as simple as that. You place your order, you pay, you get the food, you get the service. It should be no different in our lawn and landscape uh, companies. Their customer places the order, they pay, then they get the service. And now the companies that are on the top 100 list, a lot of them operate this way. I, after many experiences, learned to operate this way and stick to my guns. But most people hearing the sound of my voice right now, they don't operate this way. The customer places the order, and then you go and you do the work, and then you become a rat in a wheel trying to get paid and, and jumping through all kind of hoops. And I've been there, and you don't have to do that anymore. So we're going to talk about this today. But I say all of that, and as you can tell, I'm passionate about this because there's so many things to cover today. But I, I just want to share this first, that it's different from residential, what I just explained, because it's simple to communicate your billing policies with one person, the homeowner, they're the one paying you. And it really is easy peasy once you get the confidence to stick to your billing policy. However, commercial is a whole nother animal because these companies, and I'll give you an example, they are the ones that are in control. You could try to puff your chest out there and try to tell them how it's going to be, but we'll, we'll see how far you get with that. I'll give an example. When I was a rookie, and I mean I was a rookie, okay? My prices were too low. I was chucking the truck status. I got a offer at Carabas to do their landscaping. And I quoted them. I did a lot of work for them. But the first, first job I ever did was 1200 bucks, which at that time in my life was a, a lot of money. And so anyway, I did the work and I leave an invoice. I actually got done on a Saturday and... For whatever reason, no one was there yet. It was it was uh, earlier in the day on a Saturday and the, the management folks hadn't come in yet. And so I leave my invoice there, a little paper raggedy invoice. This is the way before Jobber. I leave the invoice for 1200 bucks. And the, uh, the the manager lady, her name was actually Paula. And uh, I check, you know, I call back in later, you know, maybe Monday or Tuesday and, hey, just want to make sure you got the invoice. And, and oh, yeah, yeah, we got it. We'll, we'll get you squared away. So some time goes by, and again, twelve hundred bucks at this time. You got to understand, I was an astronomical amount of money for for my financial situation uh, over a decade ago. And so I, you know, keep checking my mailbox, and I I don't get anything. And so finally, I I call back. It was the for those of you who know my story, and I'll, I'm going to share my actual entrepreneurial journey on a, another episode. Brian Fullerton requested I do that, but I actually had a part time job at Carabas, and so. Long, long, long story short, the work I was doing was not at the restaurant I worked at. It was at another restaurant, but it was in the area. So the the proprietor of this Carabas, he got trained at our store and met him. And I told him I did landscaping. So when he went and started his own store, 
uh, which was in Cumming, Georgia. At the time I was working in Duluth, that's where this restaurant was. So it wasn't the same place I had my little part-time side hustle. So long story short, I called back. I was like, hey, Paula, I was just following up. I hadn't got paid yet. And then she's like, oh, you know what? I uh, I think I lost your invoice. Oh, here it is. And she lost it on the desk with all the stack of papers. And she tried to explain to me. She's like, well, we have at the end of the month, we send in all our paperwork. And so I, I'm sorry I missed the last round, but we'll we'll get it in next month. And I'm sitting here thinking, I don't want to look desperate, but let's be honest. I was desperate, okay, at the time, but I'm playing cool. Like, you know, no big deal here. Okay, well, you know, you take care of it, whatever. And I'm sitting here sweating, you know, like, oh my gosh. So finally, she takes my invoice. This was now, you know, a few weeks later when the next round of paperwork gets submitted. And, and, and Carabas is owned by Outback Steakhouse Institute or Incorporated. I don't know. It's called OSI, whatever the OSI stands for. I think it's Outback Steakhouse Incorporated. I don't know, but Outback Steakhouse owns Carabas and Bonefish Grill and a few of these other restaurants. So now my invoice is somewhere in paperwork being sent to OSI's headquarters, which I think was down in Florida. And I think they had net 60 payment terms. Okay. So now, now I, I did the work. I actually did remember I did it on a Saturday in January. It was butt chilly cold that morning. Yes, it gets cold in January in Georgia occasionally. And it was, it was cold on that morning. It was like 29 degrees. I'm out there flinging pine straw. So now February comes, March comes. Well, we're in the spring. I, I remember because now we're in the spring rush and I still hadn't getting paid. So I, I call Paula back and, you know, it's, it's been months now, guys. No payment. So what happened was I was living in an apartment complex at the time and we had this these mailboxes that were outside and they had numbers on our mailbox. It made no sense. The numbers didn't match our actual unit number from where we lived. And so my unit number of where I lived you know, didn't cor cor uh, correspond with the number on my mailbox. So Outback had sent me the check, Out OSI had sent me the check. And apparently it was in one of my neighbor's little cubby holes. And they never, I never tracked it down. So anyway, then she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. We're going to have to cancel that check and, and reissue another one. And then more weeks went by. And so I don't know, it was like four or five months until I got that check. And then finally one day, you know, I got the $1,200 check and it um, really kind of scarred me, wounded me from the whole commercial experience. And so shortly after that, guys, I actually um, stopped doing commercial work. Uh, it, there was that bad experience. There was a church that I was doing their, their lawn and I'd have to get done and then I'd have to go inside and I have to, the, the secretary would be on lunch and I want to, you know, I want to get paid because she wasn't there. And it was every time I was trying to do commercial work, the billing was just clunky and it, it added so much time into my actual time in the field of doing the service of just trying to track down the money. So long, long, long story short, I just got so fed up with it and I'm making such good money doing residential. Well, at the time I wasn't making great money, but I, I saw the potential in the money. I could make it residential. And uh, some of y'all, this is your first time I ever listened to this show. And you're like, what is this guy talking about? Just, just keep listening to my story. will make sense. I, eventually I built my business and started making, making bank and working for the head coach of the Falcons and the captain of Atlanta Falcons and CFO of companies that you've heard of and, and big, big money. But um, when I started, that wasn't always the case. So anyway, I, I said, forget this commercial works, a headache to me. And so I'm going to go residential. And uh, th that was just my own personal decision to, to focus on residential. So you don't have to email me and explain to me all the benefits of commercial. I understand that. That was just my personal conviction and, and getting scarred and wounded enough by how difficult it is to get paid from these larger companies. I was like, I'm going to go 
I'm going to roll with the residential. And so anyway, what we're going to do today, guys, we're going to talk about billing best practices for residential and how we can get paid faster with directly communicating to the homeowner right out of the gate what our billing policy is. And this isn't stuff I read in a textbook. This isn't something I, some theory, this is real life. I've actually accomplished getting paid, prepaid before I even do the work. And I'm gonna teach you how to do that coming right up. Remember how the riding mower was such a game changer? That's what Roll by ADP is going to be for the payroll business. It's a chat-based payroll app built for small business owners like you. Roll makes payroll ridiculously easy and you can do it anywhere, anytime. And it makes onboarding for new hires smoother than a freshly cut hedge. Roll lets employees and contractors submit employment forms, enroll in direct deposit and more, saving you valuable time. Roll was designed for those who'd rather be outside working than stuck in an office. It calculates, withholds, and files taxes for you while letting you manage payroll from anywhere. And because it's a mobile payroll app, going digital will remove those boxes of papers in the trunk of your car. Ready to get rolled for your business? Green Industry Podcast listeners get their first three months free. Visit GetRoll.com slash Green Industry to get started. I do hope you're watching the Almonds Shop Build on Caleb and Brittany's YouTube channel. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. Seeing the construction of the Hardscape Academy's headquarters come to life is definitely cool and satisfying. This fall, the Hardscape Academy in beautiful Fairfield County, OHIO, opens its doors, providing you and your team with hands-on training to improve skill sets and gain equipment mastery so you can supercharge your earnings potential. In the meantime, you can instantly access the Hardscape Academy's online training resources for paver installation, retaining walls, fire pits, step installation, or even schedule a one-on-one coaching call with the kid contractor himself. Visit thehardscapeacademy.com or use the link below to get the comprehensive guides and continuing education that will advance and empower your company today. That's thehardscapeacademy.com. Hey, landscaper, do you work hard all year for freedom but still feel as though your money controls you? Unfortunately, because you can't give bookkeeping your full energy or focus, it just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. Because your business demands your time elsewhere, you need a personalized bookkeeping solution dedicated to your industry. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, now known as the Landscaping Bookkeeper, is dedicated to giving your time and peace of mind back through our monthly bookkeeping service. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. We want you to become a confident and informed business owner. We'll take care of your grain so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. You can count on Jobber to keep your business organized. Manage your business and back and forth with customers from one place. Estimate, quote, schedule, invoice, get paid, no software experience required. Friends, you can save 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com forward slash Paul or click on the link in today's show notes to try out the business management software that I've been using for years, Jobber. Alrighty, so the great news about billing is that our culture and the technology of our culture 
is everything's becoming more convenient. And as consumers, pretty much the main things that we have as expenses to run our household are more than likely on auto pay. For example, think about your cell phone bill. Most of you probably don't get the bill in the mail and write a check or, or, or walk into Verizon and put cash in the machine they got in there, whatever. No, you probably have it on auto pay. Think about your um, internet. You probably aren't going down to, to wherever you have your internet service provider and you know paying them a, a cash or check. You probably have a card on file somewhere um, that just auto debits it once a month or you entered your ACH information or, or, or somehow when you signed up for these services, they offered you this convenient auto pay plan and if you're smart, uh, you, you know, to make things as efficient as possible, you probably have all of this just on auto pay. And so that's awesome because when it comes to our billing policies in the home service-based industry, the customer, they want convenience. So we can make it all about them. But in reality, it's helping our cash flow by getting a customer's card on file. So this is something that a lot of guys are squirmish about and insecure. And you really shouldn't be because our customers, just like us personally as the business owner, we're already used to this way of doing business. And so you can't be in front of your customer and all squirmish because if you are, then they're not going to trust you. They, they, they sense that, especially women, they, they're just very sensitive to this stuff. And if you are actually poised and confident, even in your nonverbal communication or even on the phone call, they can tell that. And so if you have a very firm billing policy, and I'm going to explain to you the two best practices for billing policies here in a moment. If you already know your billing policy and you're so comfortable in your own skin in this policy, then as you communicate that to them, you should have no problems. I literally have only had one problem, one problem with this in, in my business. And I might tell that story if I have time, but I want to get straight into this here. Marty's giving me the nonverbal communication. Let's get going, buddy. Okay. So here's the deal. Guys, if I was starting a new lawn maintenance business tomorrow, I would absolutely not accept cash or checks on lawn maintenance, period. No ifs, no buts, no exceptions. It's card on file. And thank God for the CRMs out there. Uh, Jobber is the one that I uh, personally use, and it makes it so easy to get your customer card on file. So I go out, I do marketing, I get a new customer, Mrs. Smith. Hey, Mrs. Smith, thank you for this opportunity to service your yard. Let's, let's say I'm talking to Mrs. Smith. For your convenience, uh, what we can do is we can either set you up on auto pay uh, where we'll charge your card on the first of the month and we'll just charge you the same amount every single month, the first of the month. So January 1, February 1, uh, March 1, it will be the same exact price on you know the first of every month. And um, all we'll do is you know charge your card on file or we could charge your card the day that we provide the service. And so those are two options for you guys based on um, where you are geographically. Um, it makes most sense down here in the South to uh, just do the first of the month and just charge them year round. But maybe your season's quite a bit shorter in, Min you know, in Minnesota, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, Pennsylvania. 
You like that geography message producer? <laughs> so, I'm not, all right, all right, enough, enough. All right, no, 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 Marty, we're not telling that story today. Um, <laughs> no, but, um, you know, with those, the, the season's shorter up there. So maybe in those cases, you want to just present, hey, we can um, charge uh, your card on file the day we do the service. And so guys, what you don't want to have happen is you show up on a Tuesday morning and you cut Mrs. Smith's grass and then you go to bed Tuesday night and you have not gotten paid yet. Oh, heck no. Yeah, exactly. You need to get paid either the day you do the service and all you got to do with a CRM is go in there and charge their card on file the day you do their service or you can do the prepay system. And so the way the prepay system works, you look at Mrs. Smith's yard and let's say you're going to, you're going to do 50 services a year for 52 weeks, but I like to have a little buffer in case you're going on vacation or there's a snowstorm, which once in a, a, once every few years it snows in Atlanta or whatever, you need to take the week off. So I'll calculate that out. And then if there's anything else you're going to add to that, maybe eight applications a year, the pre-emergent and the fertilizer and all that. And then you create a package and then you, whatever that total number is for the revenue and, and the customer doesn't see all this, this is all in your back end. And, and you take that large number and then you divide it by 12 months. And so I can just say, Hey, we're going to charge your card on file, you know, $323 on the first of every month, or you could break it down to eight months. If you're in that season where it's a little bit tighter of a season and you're not going to go year round, you're only going to go um, April through October or, or April through November, then you could just say, Hey, for nine months on the first of every month, we're going to charge your card on file this amount. So you run the math, how, how, you know, internally, you know what you're charging for the year. And then you either divide it by nine or 12 or however many months the season is for that customer. And they appreciate that. It makes it easy for them. It makes it convenient for them. And the problem is, um, if you already have customers and they're leaving you a check under the mat or in the grill, or they're walking out and handing you cash and some sweet teas and chocolate chip cookies full of sugar, it is hard. And I will be honest, guys, it's hard to transfer those customers to card on file. So you just got to communicate with them in advance. If, if you are in those predicaments and, and I do some coaching calls with guys that are, you need to get away from that. It's, it's, it's wasting your valuable, precious time on this earth. Who knows? Maybe you have 70 years on this earth or 80 years. You don't want to waste it taking checks to the bank and lifting up mats to, to pull a check out of a Ziploc bag and things of that nature. It really is time to get a CRM and to get a card on file and, and do that. So for, for residential lawn mowing, for fertilization and weed control services, you need a card on file. It, it just is what it is. Now, with landscape enhancement jobs, there's a threshold where you may actually want to collect a check in rare instances. So uh, an example of this, Andy Mulder, if you've been watching this guy's job on, on um, Mulder Outdoors on Instagram, and I don't personally know what the price tag is on this gigantic job he's been doing, but... I would imagine it's in the upper hundreds of thousands of dollars, maybe even crosses the million dollar threshold. I don't know. Maybe Andy's publicly shared what this project is costing um, the customer. I don't know, but it's a lot of money. And so in that case where it's just one client with, you know, just a few payments, 
it would make sense if he's doing a hundred thousand dollar draws or whatever, and has a really trustworthy relationship with the customer that you just say, Hey, you know, we, we need a draw for a hundred thousand dollars on this day, or we need a draw for $150,000 on this day. And th- those are big jobs. And maybe one day you'll grow into that. And so I'm okay with taking a check on a larger price ticket item job like that. So you don't hit, get hit with the credit card fees. But if you're sitting here trying to pencil with me with the math on lawn maintenance, well, Paul, you should collect cash or check because then you don't have to pay the credit card processing fees. And blah, 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 blah. you're missing the point. Convenience, efficiency, the automation of your business and not having the stress of collecting this money, going to the bank and wasting all of this time in collections when a CRM like Jobber makes it easy peasy to go on the first of the month and charge your customers cards. That's, that's, that's plan A. I, I love that plan of, of running the math. And if you guys ever need to be on a coaching call with me, I can walk you through pricing the services and then adding it up for the year and then dividing it by however many months. I mean, it's really simple math, but some folks can be intimidated by all that. I'd be more than happy to walk you through it on a coaching call, but that's, that's plan A of, of how I would set this up. Plan B, and this is a good plan too, is just get their card on file. And the day you go out and you service the property, you can charge their card on file. And that's how I would do it. And, and you just leave it at that. I did mention there was one time I had a guy fight me on it and I should have learned, Mr. Producer, I should have learned not to cave in. And I did cave in guys. So I know you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, well, I'm going to have an exception. Just listen to my exception. All right, real quick. This guy, I'm standing in his driveway and I'm, I'm telling him my billing policy and I was squirmish. I was not confident at this point. This is my first year. Uh, get, getting all this stuff online and, and doing cards on file and all this stuff. And I'm squirmish. What I mean by that is I just wasn't confident. And so I was like, you know, yeah, we, we will charge a card on the first of the month. And I'm, he could smell it. He could sense it. And he said, well, that's, that's ridiculous. That's malarkey. He says, this is uh, what if you don't show up? He's like, what if I, you charge my card and then you don't show up for two weeks? Now I got screwed. Now guys, this guy lived in a million dollar house and I only charge him $180 a, uh, a month, not a maintenance a month. It was my prices was astronomically too low. Well, the problem is I caved in and I said, because I, I, I was desperate and the guy could smell that. The guy, this guy was in sales. This guy was smart. He could smell. He, he could sense that I was wishy-washy and, and insecure. And he just pushing me around. He just, he was just going at it, man, telling me, well, why don't you, why don't you send me the invoice after the month? Just so I know you came all month. And so instead, instead of me saying, Hey, no, this is our billing policy. If you'd like to do business, I'm going to need to get your card on file and we'll charge it the first of the month, or I can charge it the day of the service. I didn't do that. I just caved in and was a pushover. And I let, I, you know, I let him, I told him, okay, fine. You know, when the month's over, I'll send you an invoice. So long story short, I'm doing that just for him. Everyone else is paying me the first of the month. It is glorious because of the cash flow. I'm getting all this money up front. And this guy, there was a month, no joke, he didn't pay me. And so I, I confronted him about it and I said, Hey, sir, you know, um, you didn't pay me last month. And he's, Oh, no, no, no. I'm, he's trying to go through all this 
nonsense that he did pay me. And I had to print out all these records and show him you never paid me. Long story short, he never paid me. He skipped the months of paying me and uh, never did pay me. And so long, long, long story short, I ended up, you know, discontinuing service for him. And uh, it was just tough. But that's why you don't give out an exception like that. Create your billing policy and stick to it. And when you do, your customers will trust you. And out of your next 100 jobs, if you lose one of them because somebody doesn't want to prepay or doesn't want you to charge their card on file the day of service, then so be it. If you've been listening to our podcast and you know how to do marketing and you you have a marketing engine and you have a, a marketing plan, you should have a bunch of new customers you can replace that person that would have been a pain in the butt with, with a good customer who's going to appreciate your services and pay you on time. And trust me, guys, people want convenience. People have stuff going on in their life, just like you and me. They they have kids and they have grandkids and they have a life. They're not worried. They don't want to be worried about paying the long guy. And so by you making it convenient for them in your presentation and you making it very simple for them to get plugged into your CRM. Each CRM is a little bit different, um, but th they're all improving to, to getting cards on file. Not all of them, but the, you know, um, coaching calls that I've been doing with people and, and getting their um, billing on point, you, you, it's really simple to get a card on file. So again, Jobber makes it so easy, guys. You can get all your customers in the system, get their physical address in there, their name, their phone number, their email address, and get their card on file. And then the last thing I want to add to this, Mr. Producer, and I, I should have put a more of a um, emphasis on this at the beginning, but make sure you do high quality work because the way this billing system works is you have to do the service with excellence and be consistent and be faithful. If you're going to charge a customer's card on file on the first of the month, you absolutely need to follow through and do what you're, they're trusting you by paying you in advance. You need to come through and make sure you show up and are integral and provide high quality service for that customer and never get paid on the front end and then not show up. They would, that would be horrific for your reputation. So do what you say you're going to do and get your customers cards on file for the lawn maintenance, for the fertilization and weed control programs. And then if it's a very, very high ticket um, landscape job, you know, five digits beyond and you want to collect a check on those rare jobs like that, that's fine with me. Um, but again, I'm all about efficiency, automation, and thank God for companies like Jobber that make that so simple and so easy for us. So I appreciate you guys listening to today's show. I could go on and on about this, but you know what today is, Mr. Producer? Well, yeah, it's that, but it's also my eye exam day. So I, uh, I called him yesterday my my left eye was so blurry. I was like, I can barely see out of my eye. And she's like, dude, you, she was looking at the system. She's like, you haven't been here for two years and you only ordered one box of contacts. There's six contacts in a box. She's like, you're supposed to be changing that out every single month. And she's like, that's not good for your eyes. So she's, so anyway, I'm headed to the little eye doctor place and uh, gonna get, gonna get a new prescription and uh, get some fresh new contacts. So I got to roll out. Uh, so we'll leave it at here for now. But I think I said what I needed to say and hopefully give you guys some backbone to really have the confidence to get your customers' cards on file and collect the money with confidence, get some cash flow. Don't be doing the work, then getting paid. Just like Chick-fil-A, they order, they pay, then they get the service. Make sure you bring them excellent service. 
All right, thanks for listening to today's show. And I know I gave a lot of shout outs to Jobber today because that's a simple way to get your customers' cards on file. So if you want to save 20% off with Jobber, you can do so by clicking on the link in today's show notes and uh, or and or just visit getjobber.com forward slash Paul and they can get you onboarded. They can get help you get your business set up with their CRM and you can download the Jobber app and be well on your way to um, really organizing your business and getting paid faster. So thanks for listening. Smash that follow button. I hope to catch you on the next episode. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.